Nothing wrong with uh, having concerns and doubts about the election. Okay, that's fine. That is a mainstream opinion. You know what? I give Democrats all kinds of space on all kinds of issues. You want to be opposed to Confederate war monuments and you want them taken down? You can have that position. That doesn't rule you out. I totally disagree with you. All right? We can both be good people on both sides. Absolutely. And you can have doubts and severe doubts about the fairness of the last election. You can also stick up for January 6th political prisoners and January 6th victims, fatalities like Ashley Babbitt. And be a very good person. That doesn't make you an extremist, a threat to democracy. The way they talk about us, the contempt they have. Wow. And I'll uh, let's talk about Israel for a moment. Where the hell is corporate America on Israel? You know, George Floyd, again, one guy, one guy, his veins and organs jam-packed with fentanyl and heroin and crack and cocaine and you name it. Enough to kill a man five times over. One guy. And the entire world loses its mind. Oh, my God. We've never seen anything worse. Huh? I mean, have you watched any television in the past 50 years? You've never seen anything worse? Now, I know it was bad. It was tough. I also know it was really weird. A lot of things about that case have not been discussed because... You cannot discuss them because there is only one way to look at that case. It was a savage murder by those cops. That's it, period, end of story. You see what happened. Well, well, hold on a second, all right? Number one, mob justice, we're not about that in America, right? We're not about that. And, yeah, there was a videotape, and it's disturbing, right? But there's something that happened before that videotape, right? There's something that happens after that videotape, right? There might be another angle of that videotape, right? There might be another perspective apart from the videotape, right? And there was a lot of things. Like George Floyd having a nervous breakdown in the back of the car when they put him in the police car. He says, that's when he starts saying, I can't breathe. He starts having a nervous breakdown. And basically, because they were trying to help him, they said, okay, we'll take him out of the police car. And then he says, put me on the ground, put me on the ground, put me, and they put him on the ground. Um, there is this manual that says, I didn't write it, the Minneapolis Police Department wrote it, okay? It's in that handbook, black and white. It should not have been there. I can't believe it was there, but it's there. It says, knee on the neck is somehow an authorized restraint maneuver. Now, I did not write that. Somebody years ago, and it was taught in the Minneapolis Police Department Police Academy. It's there in writing. It's there. I didn't write it. One of the reasons why Officer, what the hell was his name again, looked so blasé, he thought he was following the rules. Kind of crazy, but also know this. You know, they wanted to make it all about race, all about race. Well, there were four cops involved, four cops, and two of them were cops of color. There was a black guy, there was a white guy, and there was an Asian guy. And then there was another white guy. You never hear about the others, right? Downplayed. Because what does it do? It complicates the narrative. Complicates things. But you just want a, a straightforward story, right? Anyway, so that guy goes down. And I, look, I wish he were alive. I wish George Floyd lived to be 100. I also wish he didn't go shoplifting that day. I also wish he didn't hold a knife to that uh, pregnant woman's uh, stomach during the home invasion in Houston. All right? I wish a lot of things. But 
can't have everything you want. And what's done is done. It's in the right. I mean, society loses its mind, rearranges everything. You got, uh, you know, people kneeling in classrooms. You got police kneeling. You got football players kneeling. You got the Speaker of the House kneeling, taking knee. Nobody ever explained to me why the taking of the knee. Somebody said it's to recreate the position of the cop. What? Or are you disrespecting the flag? I don't know. But I want to show you something here. I'll get an example. I'm going to play an Apple. This is two clips back to back. You're going to hear the CEO of Apple talking about George Floyd. And this was in the, the week after George Floyd died, right? You see the, the reaction. What I would say is an overreaction. And then you see the worst slaughter of Jews since the Holocaust. And then right after the Apple CEO speaks, I have it cut to a clip from Apple this week. This is what Apple is talking about now. All right? It's kind of interesting. Uh, listen to this. Cut 26. This is three years ago, and then we go to three three days ago. Cut 26. Go. I want to address the topic of racism, inequality, and injustice to recognize the pain being felt throughout our nation, especially in brown communities, after the senseless killing of George Floyd. Hey, everyone. All right, stop. And you could say that's totally appropriate. Great. All right, it is. Fine. Now, three years later, nearly 2,000 Jews killed. What is Apple Computer talking about today? Go ahead. Welcome to my study with me video. I am excited to start studying with you guys and getting some work done. You know, a lot of people find it helpful to have them like a study buddy. Apple has a new thing called study buddy. Study buddy. That's what they're pushing right now. Let's try the NFL. What were they talking about three years ago in the aftermath of George Floyd? One guy cut 27. We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. Wow. That's a pretty intense statement. Now, what is the NFL talking about three three years later after the worst massacre of Jews since the Holocaust? Yeah, it's going to be a game changer. Maybe I'll see you there. Word. Yeah. Give it up for the Olympics next year. They're, they're promoting the Olympics next year for some reason. The NFL, they can't find a space to condemn terrorism. And here's Nike, all right? Nike, the sneaker company. The haunting music is all sorts of statements about how they condemn racism and all this stuff, right? Go ahead with 28. Nike stands for justice. Remember George Floyd. Black Lives Matter. We stand against systemic racism. You got it. You got it. Woo! New shoes. See? Three years later, uh, where were the messages about uh, the Jews and standing with the Jews? And we stand against terrorism. We stand against hostage-taking of women and children. Hmm? A concert venue is not a legitimate military target. No, nothing nothing to that effect. 
I think that's pretty damned amazing. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 